Welcome to Guest Gab, a recurring segment on the Lee Evie Korean drama podcast show featuring special guest and very lovely man, G. So G is perfect in every way, except that he is not a K-drama addict. However, G has agreed to allow me to give him a K-drama crash course. He is my guest and we are going to gab about K-drama together. Specifically, this will take the form of G watching the first episode of a random K-drama, then explaining it back to me in a first episode recap. Uh, The guest gab will also include some fun trivia. So sit back, relax, and listen to my many attempts to persuade G of the pure joy that is K-drama. Wish me luck. Today I am here with my very special guest, G. Say hello, G. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to the podcast again for our second ever Guest Gab episode, where we're going to be recapping, or rather G is going to be recapping, the very first episode of a Korean drama that I randomly picked for him to watch. So the drama that we are going to be chatting about today is Weightlifting Fairy Kim Bok Ju. So this drama is a 16 episode, kind of a coming of age, a bit of a youth romance drama. Um, All the characters are college aged students at a sports university, but definitely like rom-com kind of vibes as well. Um, So this one came out in 2016. I think I just said that, but I said it again. And it does star uh, as a lead actress, Lee Song Kyung as Kim Bok Ju, and also the lead actor Nam Ju Hyuk as Jun Hong, and then a whole bunch of other faces as well. Um, so I guess I usually start by talking about what my experience is with the drama. This one, Weightlifting Fairy Kim Bok Ju, I'm pretty sure I watched it as it aired in 2016, mm-hmm. and I've seen it again since then. It's like a real happy place drama for me. I find it really positive and nice, and I particularly, I think, I love all the themes around Kim Bok Ju and her kind of you know, discovering who she is and coming of age. I really, really like her character um, and the whole, you know, follow your dreams stuff, which is cheesy, but I don't know, it gets me every time. But I really, really love the romance in this one. It's like, it's very romantic, but it's really built for quite a few episodes just on like a solid kind of base of friendship, which I really dig. Um, so what about you, G? What's your relationship with weightlifting fairy Kim Bok Ju? Well, uh, my relationship with weightlifting fairy Kim Bok Ju is that um, this is the first time I've thought about it <laughs> beyond, in, your life. in my life. Um, well, no, I do remember when you actually were watching this when it came out. Do you know, remember? Yeah, I do. I do vaguely because I just remember the name. I thought was quite amusing. Um, I, I was finding K drama names are really interesting, you know, because you just don't know really what what that. What wow. you're gonna expect, you know, what you're gonna get. Yeah, you know? I'm very excited that you brought that up because I have a little game for us. To oh, play do you? In oh, with <laughs> no, a name game. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, like ESP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess um, I remember when you were watching it, you enjoyed it, yeah. and I haven't heard anything about it since then. Um, so yeah, and now I think I've uh, been given a chance to sort of 
see what it's about. And I believe you you were being a bit strategic with this one because I was. Uh, you know, if if, uh, if if the listeners have uh, tuned into last episode we did with uh, our last guest guy, guest episode, and um, we did uh, boys over flowers. And it felt like a very unhealthy, toxic kind of romance. I was so... a, yeah, I was a little bit frightened, to be honest, at the end of that. <laughs> the whole experience was, it was, it was, yeah, it was a bit, a bit uh, tumultuous. Yeah. So I think you tried to sort of, you know, uh, put, I decided to show hit the you brakes a little bit and bring bring it back down. Healthy romance. Yeah, yeah, healthy romance. Yeah, Still... I wanted to show you that K dramas can be good and positive and healthy role models too. Yeah, and you know. You're not sure. You, well, you know, you, it's definitely more grounded, but there's there's still a, there's still some some strange things going on, at least from my perspective. But um, definitely a different vibe to to uh, that drama. So yeah, um, yeah. Cool. All right. So just before we get onto the recap, I do have a little game to play. Um, so basically, uh, I'm going to do a quiz, a true or false quiz, okay. but I'm going to do two this episode, so I'm going to do one now. Okay. So I'm going to read the name of some Korean drama titles. Yeah. And you're going to tell me whether they're real or if I just made it up. Okay. All right. Okay. So the first one on my list. You ready? Yep. Go for it. Weightlifting fairy Kim Bokji. Oh, well, that's that's real, right? Yeah, that was I mean, that, a that, test. That's the one we're watching. Yeah, that's okay. the one we're watching. Okay. So that was a test just cool. to see if you're listening. Good. Second okay. one on my list. <laughs> Master, God of Noodles. That's, that's, a, that's a real one. I, rec- I think I recognize that one. Yeah, I've told you about this I think, one before. Yeah, because I, think... I find this title very funny. Yeah. So that was another test. Hang on, hang on. What what is Master God of Noodles? About? I don't know. I haven't oh, watched. Okay, okay. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> but what a good title! It, it sounds is. really epic and delicious as well. <laughs> <laughs> very appealing. All right. So the third one on my list mm-hmm. is this a real title or not? Okay. Meow, the secret boy. Oh, I think. I think it's it's a real tri- title, isn't it? It, it sounds like a tr- like it, a drama title. It is a real title. Yeah. It is a 2020 rom com okay. about a cat that turns into a boy and falls in love with his owner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it. Well, what is it called again? <laughs> Meow, the secret boy. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that's a, like a direct translation, <laughs> and I think when it gets put into English for like you know on English drama sites, it got renamed as. Welcome, which I think they thought was a bit more welcoming. Than oh, meow, the secret boy. I don't know. I think welcome might even be a bit more. Like, I think it's boring compared. Yeah, but imagine you watch a drama called Welcome, and then all of a sudden it's about a, a cat turning into <laughs> a boy, falls in love with its owner. You'd be so spun out, right? I mean, it's true. at least this other title is weird, but it kind of alludes to potentially what you're going to get, right? <laughs> Weirdness. Yeah. I actually really like that title. I have to watch that show. I haven't seen it. All right. So the next one on my list. Okay. Is this real or not? Good doctor. Uh, mm. You can't take this long. Okay, okay. Uh, it's real, I think. It is real. Yeah. All right. Next on my list. Yeah. Doctors. Not real. It's real. Oh, really? Yeah. It didn't seem strange enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next on my list. Okay. Doctor Stranger. Uh, not real. It's real. Oh, okay. It's about a North Korean doctor who oh. comes down to South Korea. Okay. That's why he's a stranger doctor. Right. Uh, next on my list is Dr. Romantic. Oh, yeah, that's, that's real. I remember yeah, we've, that's we've real. talked about that one yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Prisoner. Uh, real. It is real, yes. Yeah. <laughs> is I it about, is it about it, a doctor? But who, I presume it is about a doctor who gets imprisoned. Okay. <laughs> I think so. The next one on my list is Dr. Detective. Real. 
It is real. I actually made that one up and added it to my list. I thought it wasn't real, but when I Googled it, yeah. it was real. So there's a, there's a 2019 drama called Dr. Detective, which oh I haven't God. seen. Are you going to watch it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so next up on my list, Dr. Spy. Not real. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one I made up. That's the only one I made up. <laughs> All right. So that's quiz time over. We're going to get on with the recap now. Okay, so it is recap time. T, do you want to tell us what happened after I made you watch the very first episode of Weightlifting Fairy Kim Bok Ju? Right, okay, so Weightlifting Fairy Kim Bok Ju. What happened? Um, so, well, I guess the first thing you, you, you told me that was that it's actually inspired by a true person. I really mm. wish I hadn't told you that, so I could have told you that now, and I feel like you would have been very surprised. It, now, how... how how much inspired by this real person um, is it? It is inspired by um, a real life weightlifter to the point okay. where this weightlifter exists. Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose she went to a sports university. But I think that's kind of it, really. Okay. Um, so we've established that this is a real person, but all of the events that we see in this episode presumably didn't happen to. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, like, is there. Maybe maybe you might know, or this might come up in our trivia section later on, but is there a basis as to why she's a weightlifting fairy? Or is that just a, a uh, show thing? I think fairy, um, I, I don't properly, properly know, but from watching a lot of dramas, I think fairy is like a national icon. Like it's just, um, oh, it's like a netizen okay. thing that um, women can get dubbed. So mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't know. National Fairy could be a really famous actress that's beloved because she's so kind and oh, nice or okay, something like that. Okay. So I think that's why Weightlifting Fairy, as in like National Icon, yeah. is beloved. It's kind of like an endearing nickname yeah, kind of. I think so. Okay. That's my understanding anyway. Okay, okay cool. All right. Well, um, yeah. So this this episode, so I, I really feel like this was tailored to um, to sway my opinion on K-dramas after <laughs> the traumatic experience of... Uh, the last episode. Well, it wasn't traumatic. It was just very. It was traumatic for Dandy at the end. Of it was. Episode. It was. It was really traumatic <laughs> for her. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so Kim Bok is having a less traumatic time. Yeah, and you know, I feel like you know, I you know, you you know, I like I like to to exercise and I like to lift weights. So you know, the opening scene we mm -hmm. see weightlifting fairy Kim Bok Ju competing in her local competition mm. to do the lifts, and I gotta say great form on those lifts really uh, yeah oh, look, wow. I, i'm not like a, a barbell powerlifter person but she i've seen well. enough people doing it and it looked really that's really, really professional. cool yeah um because yeah there was a lot of criticism around um this actress Lee Sung kyung getting mm -hmm. cast in the role because she is a model that's basically ah. what she did she started acting mm -hmm. and prior to this role she'd really only done like evil second female lead like crackpot crazy kind of characters okay and this was probably i think people really didn't think that she'd do a good job a, and yeah. also you know she's so beautiful and so slim and everyone's like what yeah okay um but yeah so i think she's done a really good job it's nice to know she obviously had to work like that she's done yeah, a good well, job and working on that kind of form the, and everything there's clearly some attention to detail there. like it yeah. doesn't look like you know they're just messing about with yeah. the way it's like so oh i like that yeah 
Um, it was I a compliment. I, I wonder if you got the real Kim Bok Joo to like consult or something, you know? Uh, the real woman's name is not Kim Bok Joo. Oh. Um, it is Jung Mi Ran. Oh, okay. I don't know why they okay. changed it, but whatever. Yeah, okay. Well, that was really nice. That was a nice, nice attention to detail. Um, again, I was, uh, well, I guess, I guess the main difference straight away, straight off the bat, um, is we've got this sort of like school gym environment but there seems to be actual coaches present. So <laughs> that already kind of like put me at ease because yeah, I knew that like... You felt like there was enough supervision. Things couldn't get that crazy. Responsible yeah, people. that's yeah. right. I mean, things do get kind of crazy in this episode, but it couldn't get completely out of control. So, you know, no one's going to get cooked into a dumpling or anything. Um, presumably, <laughs> Pretty sure that didn't Presumably happen. that doesn't happen in the rest of the episode. Okay, so what, so what happens? Um, so uh, she's competing in her competition and... Uh, I think she wins it. Does she win it? She does. She's win it. Yeah. She's very um, proud. She's really good. Yeah, and that's right. And her her dad and her uncle are working in a chicken restaurant. And they're watching it on TV, yeah. and they have a big old cheer about it. And, it's very cute. And they yeah, they get really excited. So so it looks like a actually. You know what? You're right. Like you know, much healthier family relationship. Yeah. You know, like um, the you know really supportive parents and and you know the and the uncle as well. So mm-hmm. already much different more wholesome, vibe. Right? more wholesome right yeah, yeah. well so far yeah. um so next thing we see then is uh some uh male swimmers competing and this is where we're introduced to the male lead whose name is what again uh, so the actor's name is nam Ju hyuk mm-hmm. and the character is jun hyung jun hyung okay so we get introduced to jun hyung and um oh what happens well i i don't know why i've written down here Main guy gets head pains, telepathy, X man. <laughs> no, that's wrong. I, I, oh, okay. Now I think what was happening here is because things were getting were so kind of like on the level, like there wasn't any like weirdness really happening in the drama. So you were so waiting far. for something. So I thought this was going to be like there was going to be a thing. Like, can about... I also point out that in your notes you've yeah. literally written the word swag with a question mark? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, the reason I wrote swag was because. Um, Weightlifting fairy Kim Bok Joo and her friends are talking, and then all of a sudden they go swag, and they all say swag at the same time. Yeah, and I was it's like, cute. it's like it's like a little thing, and I was like, oh, what's that? But then they they kind of do that again later on. They say like awesome or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's really cute. Yeah. I, I think they do a really good job in this drama of like creating a little friendship. Base. I did. I did actually like the little yeah. group of friends, and I liked that they had kind of unique personalities. I like. Sorry, I like her friends. I'm not a big fan fan of. Um, Jun Hyung's friend. He he's a bit he's a bit too much for me. Um, so that's um, Jun Hyung, the male lead's roommate. Yeah. Who is played by an actor called Ji Il Ju. Okay. Um. So his name in the show is Taekwon. He's just the main dude's like roommate. But the funny thing is, this guy, um, who the actor. Yeah. I've seen him in so many dramas, and mm-hmm. he always plays like a weirdo, like a pervert, okay. or a harasser, <laughs> okay. or a stalker. Yeah. I think this is one of the only dramas I've ever seen him in where he plays a character that's just a nice boy. Um, I know he shouts a lot, um, and G cannot handle the shouting in It's dramas. not just the shouting. Like, everything is up to 12 with this guy. Like, yeah. it's just <laughs> way over the top. Um, but I still prefer it than him being, like, a weird stalker who's trying to, like, murder and marry his pres- okay his like potential girlfriend okay i guess that's that's probably a, a step up right? yeah for the actor it is <laughs> yeah anyway, for him, poor yeah. Fellow, yeah he just has like i don't know he has like a slight manic look to him yeah, i suppose he's been so typecast he has been yeah. poor fellow 
But I guess at least that means he can get regular roles, right? <laughs> it's true that <laughs> drama land really does require a lot of like, yeah. I don't know, stalkers and perverts and stuff. Yeah, so there's even one in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell us about that? Oh, yeah. Since we'll, you've had two we'll, Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so... Okay, something else happened here as well. And this is just another side. But um, I think, again, you know, because everything was kind of going along normally, what happens is... is um, Jung, uh, no, Jun Hyung, he, he gets these head pains and it stops up his performance at the, the swimming competition. So mm. he doesn't do... Well, he has a false start and, you know, I think he's disqualified or whatever. Um, and then the next thing we see, he's kind of like out and about. He's kind of, clean, you know, he's cleaned up after the competition. He doesn't seem that bummed out about it, actually. He mm-hmm. kind of seems alright about it, which, which is pretty cool. Um, good attitude. Um, <laughs> but um, he's wearing this cool jacket. This is, this is not a note. I, really, <laughs> I wrote main guy jacket cool. And then I wrote narrow and I wrote futuristic. Because it looks kind of like a little bit futuristic. And then I said, is this... A, a dystopia where everyone segregated into schools based on innate talent, weightlifters, swimmers, gymnasts. So it's kind of like, you know, like the Hunger Games or what, what was that other one? I clearly like, did not explain to you what this drama was no, before we started. But I was just sort of making up things in my mind. I was like, oh, maybe this is like that kind of thing. Uh, um, no. I knew it was based in the real world, but I felt like it could at any I mean, moment take a... Technically, there is a lot of segregation between Yeah, the there's all these little groups, like the yeah. gymnasts. And Everyone's the, sort of at each other's throats yeah. and don't get along. It has a kind of Harry anyone. Potter vibe, like the schools, <laughs> you know, the different houses. Like, yeah. You know, because they're all kind of in the same little compound and they all have their own like etiquette and their way yeah. of being whatever. Anyway. I quite like that. I really like his jacket. So you like his jacket. I like that jacket. Um, good it. form to Bok Ju during um, a weightlift and a good jacket to Jun Hong. It's so, all. I feel like this drama is winning so far. So far, it's ticking all the boxes. Really, I mean, <laughs> jackets, form. Um, yeah. All right. So um, they meet when um, uh, Jun Hyung. You can call him June if you want. If that's June. Okay. But uh, when June uh, is uh, cycling his bike very recklessly and turns a corner and collides into weightlifting fairy Kim Bok Chu, who at the time was holding a little sausage that her friend gave her, <laughs> a little um, like I don't know what do you call it, like a you know like a, a single single. I'm going to say single use, like a, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like a little snack single thing. Single use sausage. Like it's not like a sausage, like that's been cooked on a barbecue. It's like in a little yeah. apple. All right. Anyway. It's, it's I don't, junk food sausage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, it probably doesn't matter. But <laughs> anyway, they collide and she drops her sausage and uh, the guy drops what looks like some sort of silk garment. It initially looks like a silk undergarment. So that, that was pretty strange. He thought that he had some silky underwear it looked well you know because she she you know he he kind of you know gets up and and uh you know he th- actually it's really funny because he actually thinks that he chopped her finger off because he sees <laughs> the sausage on the ground and it sort of looks like like her finger and he's like freaking out for a second he's like oh no i just made you drop your single use sausage um so you know they kind of whatever what what really happens there like they, um, are they kind of all right she just gets really pissed off and she's like my sausage. You need to pay for my sausage. Why is my sausage okay. on the ground? I can no longer eat my sausage. Even though Super she didn't upset. actually buy it, her friend gave it her to her friend. Her friend, yeah, but okay. it was still her sausage. Yeah, I guess so. And um, Jun Hong is meanwhile just really pleased mm. that um, he didn't chop off this random girl's finger yeah. with his bike. And that's a good thing to be happy about. And then um, Bok Ju's little best friend asks <laughs> Jun Hong that question. What question? Do you like Messi? 
Oh yeah, with the <laughs> soccer reference. And then they explain like how if like old guys like soccer apparently. Mm-hmm. And Well if, you do. Well I do like soccer. Do you but, like Messi? Uh, uh <laughs> put on the spot. <laughs> I don't think I like soccer enough to be like, yeah, I love Messi, mm-hmm. like well, you're yeah. the same as Jun Hyung because he also had a kind of weirded out reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so apparently the way to, to any man's heart who likes soccer, or any person's heart really, is ask them if they like Lionel Messi, famous soccer player. Mm. It's the key to unlocking a relationship with someone. That is what Probably. this young woman believes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, maybe it's true. <laughs> anyway, so he cycles off and uh, King Bokju, she notices in the grass this silky undergarment. Very strange. She pockets it anyway. and It she, is, in fact, a hanky. It's a hanky. But the way they... It sh- isn't underwear. Well, look, come on. Now, where, where, does, where this drama is going does involve some stolen underwear. Okay, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is where this is the point where like I think my attention really perked up when I saw this. I was like, ah, this is more like what I believe K dramas to be like. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I wrote as well. Okay, so oh, so the next thing we see is um, the weightlifters are back at the the, the kind of compound training dorms dorms yeah that's compound <laughs> i think it was that dystopian futuristic thing coming in there they're, they're dorms so and um and they get accused by the gymnasts and the gymnasts are sort of like the bully figures really in this drama like they're kind of like the cool popular ones who always seem to be picking on the weightlifters and they get accused of stealing some of the laundry from the, the gymnasts because some 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 of their stuff has gone missing and apparently they've had this altercation in the past where the gymnasts and the weightlifters were sharing the washing machine. So they have this big, you know, tip. And then weightlifting fairy Kim Bok-ju comes along and she defends her fellow weightlifters. And that was really cool, actually. And she, because I think they're kind of afraid of her because she's like, they're kind of tough or something. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so she kind of like, you know, shows them up and marches off with her friends. I do like Bok-ju. Yeah, that, that was girl. actually pretty cool. She's a cool girl. <clears throat> um, yeah, standing up for your friends like that, you know. So, um. The next thing we see, this isn't relevant really to the story of the drama. I just thought it was nice. Um, we see uh, weightlifting fairy Kim Bok-ju talking to her dad who is pulling a rice cooker out of the back of his mm-hmm. um, his moped scooter um, box. And he's found it on the street. And she's asking him why he's keeping it or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I wrote, um, he's like our spirit animal. <laughs> because this thing's what we found in the street that we use, right? I don't think you should tell the audience that. I'm not going to tell them what these things are, but you know, it's sometimes... Well, that sounds even weirder. Now you have to. Oh, well, look, there's... there's... Many years ago, we look, found an old television We found an old television, and it lasted and it a long time. It was you know, amazing. If, you know, if it works, why not use it? I yeah? totally agree with so, this. So, I, I agree with this, this so mentality. Kim Bok Ju's dad is our spirit animal, apparently. He, yeah. I don't know if I'd use a rice cooker. Like, a, well, ooh, I, 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 <laughs> depends how you use a food thing was. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. So now there is a potential. Uh, oh yeah, we, we see uh, we see June, and he's he's realised that he's actually um, lost his silk thing, <laughs> and he's desperately looking for it in his room. And and then now we put this together with the missing laundry from the the gymnasts uh, that you know that were accusing the weightlifters before, and we think, oh, okay, well maybe something's going on here. Maybe he's been stealing things. I kind of yeah. love this because um, obviously. I think if you come to a K-drama and you know the casting, like, so you know that the actor Nam Ju Kok is 100% 
the lead actor in the drama and yeah. definitely 100% not being cast as the kind of guy mm-hmm. who steals panties from yeah. the laundry. Um, but I think it's really interesting that you, who obviously don't know who these people are, has yeah. come to this and is like, Ooh, is he some sort of pervert? Like, yeah. really? Is he? And I can see now that the drama is obviously trying to make you think that, but also I have too much inside knowledge, so I never could. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I sort of approach this the way, like, I would do with other things mm-hmm. that I would watch. So, like, you know, sometimes you can have a main character who is the main character. But is also but who's a weird But deeply pervert. flawed in some way. And steals underwear. But then, like, their arc is they stop stealing underwear. What you know? arc? <laughs> <laughs> Not like a redemption story. <laughs> what kind of rom-com would that be? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I've written here that we see some... We see some scenes with the coaches and the, the weightlifters, and I like the coaches. I think their dynamic's really funny. So there's, the, there's a male and female coach, and the male coach is really long-winded, and he, he really wants to sort of, like, you know, discipline and teach the students, and he goes on these, like, mad tangents explaining, like, why they shouldn't be doing something. And the female coach is just really direct, and she'll just continuously cut him off and just say the main point and they all understand and that's it I really so loved that she too. just kind of her her role is sort of almost to just shut down any long-winded guys so i think even uh, kim bok ju's uh dad turns up at some point and he starts saying stuff like in this long-winded way and then she cuts him off as well and just says thank him you know yeah, everyone thank him for, for the free food <laughs> you know so you just stop talking um which i thought was kind of funny yeah it's really good they've um, got a good dynamic the coaches yeah um I don't remember this, but I've written here, I don't understand what's happening, but the younger brother wearing a glittering gold jacket? Who's the younger brother? Uh, what was so that? So this is um, Bokju's dad's um, brother. So this is Bokju's oh, uncle. Yes, that's is right. trying to sneak out of the house to what he says is a funeral, wearing yeah. a black jacket. And then Bokju's dad kind of strips off his black jacket yeah. and underneath he's wearing a sparkly jacket. Okay, so that's going to be like a side plot or something. Well, right? the side plot, um, which they did say in there, was just that he, he wants to be an actor. And so okay. he's got some sort of weird side role in a drama where he has to wear a sparkly jacket. Yep. That's okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, um, next thing we see is a big confrontation between the weightlifters and the gymnasts. And uh, I think it's Kim Bok Ju. I think her special uh, weightlifting shirt has gone missing. Mm. So now she thinks the bullies have, uh, the, the, the gymnasts bullies mm-hmm. have, have actually stolen her shirt to kind of get back at her. So it's kind of a bit, you know, awkward because, you know, they were accusing the weightlifters before and now she's accusing them. They get into this big altercation outside the uh, gymnast dorm room and uh, Kim Bok-ju pushes the main bully gymnast and she hurts her arm and uh, this results in uh, punishment for, you know, the whole weightlifting team. They're all doing little... Little upside-down plank Yeah, planks and, you know, everyone gets punished. And it's a big thing, and it's you know, so so that was that was just more like that was just straight up drama, like you know, you know, just sort of not weird enough. There's, for not, you. there's no, yeah, that was like I was going, okay, okay, where's you know, is anyone gonna get cooked into a dumpling anytime <laughs> soon? Like, <laughs> because I'm now like my expectations are sort of. I did really so start skewed, you right? on such a mental drama yeah. that I I can imagine that your expectations for what a rom com should be are, are rather strange. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, uh, so. Um, they end up, Kim bok and her friends go up to the roof to have some beers, um, which is a nice little scene. And again, you just see that friend dynamic, I think is pretty cool. It's really and nice. And the personality, the distinct personalities between her two friends and mm-hmm. how they bounce off each other, which is really nice. Um, then we see, uh, we see June and his uh, friend is annoying him 
to uh, go somewhere, and I've written his friend is really annoying. His friend wants to go partying oh, in the middle of the night, but um, so Jin Hyung is already in bed and doesn't want to go. He's but not he really gets harassed it. into not, going, and he and he, he turns up at the club for like a minute, and uh, and he, I think he gets hit on, and then he's like, "Nah, sorry, my mom says like girls are gonna ruin my swimming career, so I gotta leave." <laughs> like all right well it's very mm. professional of you i'm very honest as well mm. it's like nah sorry my mom says nah so i don't yeah. think that's really the truth yeah i think he just uses that as an excuse we find out later in the drama he's gone through a really bad breakup ah. so he's just not he's not i just thought right he was just brutally honest and had <laughs> no like you know because some people be embarrassed to say like my mom told me i can't like hang out you know when talk to girls you know <laughs> And he's just like, no, no, that's just how it is, you know, and I'm cool with it. Yeah, no, he that I, was I him just... I thought, like, my major respect for him. I was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a lot of chair carrying yeah. in this drama. They always seem to be punished. I don't, I don't know if they're being punished. They're just being asked to carry mm. these plastic chairs around. So the weightlifting team. The weightlifting team do. And at one point, they the weightlifting team... Oh, actually, sorry. We've got to back up. We've got to back up one sec, because <laughs> just before all, before all this happened, right, so what happened is... Uh, the, the weightlifting team, um, uh, Kim Bok-ju and her friends were running away from, uh, I don't know, some like security or something in a dorm room and they hid in the, in the area where the washing machines are. And then they actually find hiding in one behind one of the washing machines is someone who's grabbed some underwear from the washing machines and they've spotted this pervert who, um, when they uh, call the alarm, they start chasing after this person. And this person's wearing like a sort of like uh, parka hoodie thing and you know their face is a bit obscured and they're running and then at the same time June and his friend are um, sneaking out to go somewhere and June happens to be wearing similar clothes to this uh, underwear stealing pervert and uh, they actually run into June and they think that he's the one who stole the underwear and it, it all makes sense because you know Kim Bok Joo she's got this you know strange silk garment thing that she's found on him it's a handkerchief but you know it's a bit it's a bit odd right and 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 then she realizes oh he must be the one stealing uh the underwear and then she accuses him of not only stealing underwear or whatever from the from the uh washing machines but uh, possibly stealing her lucky weightlifting shirt so mm -hmm. this starts a, a big confrontation between them um, which no carries proof. on there's no proof so no but, one can do anything that's right and so he realizes that she has the handkerchief and he wants it back and he keeps asking her please can you give me this handkerchief back and she says not until you give me my lucky t-shirt back and he tells her i don't have it and she's like well if you want to play that game you're not getting it back so there's just this constant confrontation between them um and this all then is sort of comes to a head when the weightlifting team have to bring some chairs into some little room at the back of the school or something and um the teacher who's there tells them oh can you move the chairs we should move the chairs into the corner like this and he picks up the chairs puts them in the corner and he, when he bends over he's wearing some students red silk underwear and this is this was, scene was hilarious so see so they, they they all point and they're like oh my gosh and he turns around and he looks at them and he's like oh you saw it and then all of a sudden he goes he doesn't even try and hide it he just goes like completely manic and his eyes are just bulging out of his head and he just starts sort of like you know grinning grinning wildly 
and they start fighting with a chair and it's just yeah he he's just, just trying to get at them he's, he's like trying, to, trying to get them yeah I, but I, this is I this is my theory right i think that he was trying to get caught he's like those serial uh, killers you know those people who are like they just get more sloppy and sloppy like yeah. he, he made sure his shirt was hiked up a little bit so that when he did bend over someone might see him and then he can finally get caught and exposed, you know. I don't know. I love that you're trying to flesh out and give it back. Yeah, I feel like that, that could be that could be a whole drama of its own, right? You know. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so at this point, Kim Bok Joo then realizes that um, that June is not the person who's been stealing stuff from the laundry, and now she feels very bad for not giving them back. Oh, ooh, dropped something. Ooh. He just threw his pen across the I'm room. I'm getting so excited. Um, uh, yeah, so she feels bad about that, and. Uh, realizes you know she's it's, it's been a bit rough that she hasn't given him back the thing and she sees him a few times rock, walking around but she really is embarrassed to um you know confront him and and admit that she's wrong or whatever um and oh and then just before like they you know she gets to meet up with him again and give him back this thing um we get introduced to this other character so this is someone who um is returning to this swim team or not the swim team the, sorry yeah. the, so uh, to the, this um, is um, gymnast. Song Shiho yeah. played by the actress Kang Soo Jin okay um, so she's the second female lead and basically she's the main guy Jun Hong's ex-girlfriend yeah and they've broken up because she has kind of um done really really well in the sports university and been picked up for a trial for the national team oh. and now she's um floundered and been kicked out of the national team and has to come back to school oh so they broke up because she went off to do oh, well you kind of find out later in the drama that she's under a lot of pressure so yeah she kind of breaks up with him in okay. a not nice way and he's um, very heartbroken okay, okay. yeah because I, I we we see a shot where he's looking at his a picture of them together on his mm. phone or something like that um so she's returned and now she happens to be sharing a room she's assigned to share kim bok ju's room yeah um so this is going to be the love triangle right this is kind of. Right? There is, I mean, there is a love triangle element, but it's actually not very strong, I think. Oh, okay. She-Ho, actually, in the end, it's pretty cool. She kind of just gets her own storyline of oh. coming back from the brink of both, like, failure in sports, but failure in her love life and her health. And okay. it, it becomes more of just a personal journey. But at one point, she does get a bit petty and jealous towards Bokju. Okay. But um, Jun Hyung is just, like, he's done because she was really mean and broke his heart and he's not really very interested in it anymore other okay. than wishing her luck and happiness. Okay. So okay. It's all pretty healthy. Like Yeah, I was even interested like when they first introduced her like coming in to share the room. Mm. Um she's nice. Well, yeah, she's nice and but there's no like friction between them. Like I thought it was gonna be like, oh like Bokju is gonna be like really annoyed, like she has to share a room. But she sort of you know, she comes in and she's like, Oh, can you make space in the wardrobe? Because there isn't any and she's like, Oh sorry, I'm so used to you know, just mm-hmm. having it all to myself. And she just very quickly let, mm-hmm. you know, so I thought it was going to be like one of those things where they're going to be butting heads like yeah. straight away, but they didn't really seem they to be. They have some issues and altercations, but mm. it's all pretty, yeah, I feel like this show is actually quite healthy in the way that it has a lot of different relationships, really, which is quite nice. Mm. Yeah, it's a very positive kind of fun show. I really enjoy it. Cool. Um, well, yeah, so then pretty much after that, uh, uh, Bokju goes to see uh, June at the swimming pool. Um, and she, she describes, what does she describe him as? Like, um, tall, good looking guy. Like she goes to... Something about a pointy chin. Pointy chin. Yeah. She goes and talks to these random guys there and she's like, 
have you seen a guy around here with like a pointy chin? He's like really good looking. All the girls like him. And they're like, mm, no, I don't know. And then, then he's like behind her and he's like, are you talking about me? <laughs> like, all right, dude, chill, chill out, chill out. All right. <laughs> um, he doesn't have a particularly pointy chin, I didn't think. I don't know. Oh, he... I think his chin's fairly pointy. Uh, not pointed at most, is it? I like... think it's pretty pointy. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Good. So, um, anyway, um, she returns the uh, the handkerchief to him as a you know to, to sign of just um, you know try to make amends. Um, and she tells him, you know, she felt so bad that she's actually washed it and she's ironed it as well. And he gets really annoyed. And I think we figure out it's because there must have been some sort of smell in the handkerchief mm. that. Um, was important to him mm. and he he gets really annoyed at her for this and they kind of have this big fight and they kind of have a tug of war with the handkerchief and uh bokju in this tug of war ends up falling into the pool but she can't swim apparently or can't swim well anyway mm. um so he's just sort of standing there and he's like oh god he really takes his time but he's like oh <laughs> slowly takes off his towel oh, and, <laughs> and then you know he's like okay i better yeah okay i better go save yeah, but go say, <laughs> and you know, slowly take. Yeah, like his toes takes off. And then stuff. he belly flops into the pool, which really upset me. Yeah, <laughs> his poor belly. It would have been so. Uh, maybe small. the attention to to swimming detail wasn't as mm. as focus, main focus in this drama as <laughs> the weightlifting. Um, but when he goes in to the pool, he you know he kind of saves her or whatever. He's kind of holding her up, and he's like. And then they have this kind of moment where they're looking at each other. And I thought, okay, well, it's just going to be like the typical moment where, like, maybe they just sort of there's some kind of connection. But what actually happens, which I thought was quite interesting, is this flashback to um, June as a kid. He's walking along. Oh no, she's a kid. Uh, Bokju's a kid. She's walking along. June falls out of a window or something, and she, uh, because she's super strong, she catches him and uh, breaks his fall so he doesn't hurt himself. And then as they get up, she then vomits all over him, which he thinks is hilarious because he's a kid. And, you know, what kids would find stuff like that and they funny? they become best friends. And they actually become... Well, do they become best friends? Is that the story? We do find out that they become best friends. And they've just forgotten about each other. Well, I think that um, one of them had to move away when they were still very little. Mm, so okay. um, what happens... I mean, that's the end of the episode, but what happens later oh. is that they... Yeah. He recognises that, you know, it's this girl that he was best friends with. He just completely idolised her as oh. a child. See, because my theory was uh, what happened then is uh, she vomits like all over both of them and, you know, they form this relationship. And he's just into it. Well, no, he he uses this hanky to wipe the vomit up, right? Oh. And then never sees her again. Gross. But then the smell always no, reminds her of a special so moment. Gross. Is that was something? No. Uh, well, obviously you told me now that that's, but that's. No. That's oh. what I thought was, I was like, oh, that's what the hanky was for. <laughs> that's why it's so important to him. And now they're going to be really solid. Because... I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> but look. I'm glad you didn't write this drama. <laughs> Sorry. He looks really wounded. Not no, no, no. I mean, you know. I'm sure I... it would have been really good if you'd written it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would have written a pervert sniffing, panty sniffer into it. Like He didn't sniff the panties, he just wore them. It's fine. No, didn't they say he sniffed the panties? I'm pretty sure everyone just presumes that he probably yeah, did probably, do that. Yeah. But let's not talk about anyway. That <laughs> Back to I uh, think that's the more end of the things. recap. So I do have some questions for you, but we'll stop it here. We'll try this. Okay, so my question for you, G, is mm-hmm. after watching the very first episode of Weightlifting Fairy Kim Bok Ju, yep. are you now a K-drama addict? 
<laughs> I look, I wouldn't say I'm a K drama addict <laughs> after my second ever episode of well, it's not my really my second ever episode, but yeah. I'm not an addict, but I definitely have a more broader opinion, let's say. More a little bit more like context to go with, like you yeah. know. Because I think you know Now you realise that not all dramas are as mad as the first episode of Boys right. and Flowers. Well it's just that I'm gonna say that I still think that maybe a lot of them are. Just for the reason <laughs> that like often when you're watching a drama and I'm sort of walking past doing things, uh-huh. I just, just just these things just pop out. They're just so crazy and I go what's going on and i hear these noises and these sounds and these and these scenes and stuff so that's kind of like informed what my sort of understanding i would of just like are. to point out to yeah. listeners that i don't know why or how g manages it yeah. but he will always walk in on me watching a drama at the one weird thing that happens every episode or every drama always at the strangest thing and i'm always like oh no th- i mean the drama isn't actually like this this is just this random thing that's just happened now and it's true, but he doesn't believe me because he consistently sees all the weirdest stuff. Well, see, my theory is that there is just so much weird stuff that it's impossible for me not to pick up on that. <laughs> I think that you filter out some of the weirdness. It's become like the baseline normal for you. Right? So when, I'm, when I see it, I'm like, what's going on? But yeah, so I guess seeing this drama, it was a bit weird because it was oh, not weird. It was just a different experience to what I expected because it was all pretty much on, on the level. I mean... There like was this. there was there was a you know underwear stealing pervert you know and a he's only manic- in the first episode. Okay, oh, they should give him a spin-off show. I want to, <laughs> I, I want to see more of that. Not not Whoa, the yeah. pervert aspect. Just like I think you know crazy character. You know character study stuff. That's right. Why Getting did he do it? Inside the mind of an no. underwear no. stealing no. bandit. No. <laughs> well, that's a good that title like, for a drama. That could be like a Netflix like you know yeah. mini series. Ooh. I'm not going to watch that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My next question for you. Yeah. Uh, What do you think will happen next after that in the drama? Uh, Well, look, I can't come up with anything too crazy. It all seems pretty, pretty kind of, you know, pretty normal. I think, okay, so Kim Bok Jude, there's going to be some sort of relationship forming between her and, 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 and June, right? Um, They're going to get closer. I don't know what's going to happen with that. We forgot to mention... The dad in it um, is going into the hospital for dialysis, right? So mm. he's got some medical conditions. So I'm not sure how that's going to pan out. Um, or if this, maybe it's going to be something like, you know, she needs to win a competition to win raise money for her dad's treatment or something like that. Does that happen? Like um, that? So what happens is um, a few different things. Are so, you, is this spoiler alert? We need to do spoiler alert. Uh, everyone who listens to the show knows that I am just the worst. I spoil everything. So okay. I think a lot of listeners actually don't listen if to me talking about a show if they haven't seen okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry everybody, I'm the worst <laughs> for spoilers, I know it. I cannot help it. So, here's some spoilers. Uh, and also, I haven't watched it in a little while, the rest of it, so this is vaguely what happens. So, weightlifting fairy Kim Bok Ju, mm. um, her coaches approach her and they say there's this big, intense competition coming yeah. up, and if she gains enough weight to jump into the higher weight level, so she can compete with a different body weight, yeah. they think she can win. Oh, because so she has there's to eat less competition. So she has to start eating a lot and put on a lot of muscle and a lot of weight. Does so she, she actually? Can... Like, does the actress actually uh, do that? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, not more than what she's got on at the start. Okay. So she, I don't think the actress puts yeah. on a huge amount. But um, but she did for the role. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Kim Bok Joo kind of agrees, but it's like a big decision for her because she's a young woman who's interested in dating and has an interest in how she looks 
And so it's like a bit oh. of a struggle for her. She Her weightlifting dreams, that this is her dream in life. This is what she wants to do. But now she's been asked to put on weight and she still has this part of her that's kind of thinking about it. Um, and also what happens, um, I mean, it's all very positive, I have to say, with the way the drama deals with that stuff. She's mm. never like, oh, no, I don't want to put on weight because I won't attract boys or anything like that. It's just like a big decision because it's her body. Yeah. Um, but what does happen is as she's walking around down the street, I don't know what she's doing. She's carrying some shit, something. There's an umbrella. I don't know. And she sees the most handsomest dude in the whole world ever and falls instantly in love with him. Oh. And this dude is the second male lead, played by the actor Lee Jae-yoon, um, Jae-yi. Oh, is that the guy who... is the older brother of oh. Jun Kyung. Oh, okay. He's not the perfect guy. No, no, yet. I was going to say, <laughs> wasn't there a guy who wanted Jun to be his swimming oh, partner no, or something? That okay, because that, that... So be, this yeah. guy is Jun Kyung's older brother, yeah. but Jun Kyung is actually adopted and has all sorts of trauma, and the hanky actually belonged to his parents, yeah, his okay. real parents. Okay. Um, so this doctor guy, oh, sorry, so Jae Yi, yeah. the guy that Bok Ju falls in love with after seeing him, he's a doctor at a weight loss clinic, and she oh. goes insane. Like, she's just, like, she can't talk to this guy. She doesn't know what to do. This is her first experience of having, like, an insane crush on somebody. Right. So she just walks into this hospital. She has no idea what's going on, and she ends up becoming a client even though she has no money, she's supposed ah. to be gaining weight. And she goes in there and he's like, well, if you want to be, you know, healthy, you should lose this much weight. So suddenly she's in this predicament where she's told this guy that she is, you know, she says a violinist because she wants to be considered very elegant. Yeah, wonderful. okay. <laughs> but it turns out he knows a lot about classical music. Oh, and she no. knows nothing. So everything Hijinks. is just cringeworthy. Yeah. So she ends up going to all these meetings with him and he's always like, oh, well, actually, you've put on a lot of weight since our last <laughs> meeting. And she's trying to hit on him by saying things like, do you like messy? And it's all, <laughs> like, unbelievably embarrassing. And, of course, eventually, Jun Hung, who's realised that they were best friends as kids, he's just, like, so excited to see her again that he just follows her around all the time. Yeah. And she's kind of like, oh, go away. And they just become best friends again. So, like, they just help each other. They kind of support each other whenever one of them is having a problem. Okay. And Jun Hung eventually realises that she's got this mad, lying, crazy thing going on with his older brother, who isn't interested in her in the slightest, I think. Or maybe he was. I can't really remember. Um, and he kind of just helps her and then, yeah, I don't even think that they, that he falls in love with her until you know, a lot later in the drama. So it's all very slow build, like okay. friends to lovers. That is not what I expected. Yeah. That time. I just thought it was going to be like, you know, they just formed a relationship like June and Bok Ju and then, you know, then there's the, like, the, like a love triangle thing with, mm, um, no. with the, uh, June's ex. She-ho. No, that's it. Like, um, yeah, okay. his ex-girlfriend, She-ho, has like her own storyline, which is very okay. much around... Again, a little bit around weight and stuff because she's got kind of eating problems because her sport is so performance-based that when she kind of fucks up when she's doing her gymnastics, yeah. she starts eating a lot, a lot of junk food and stuff, which as yeah. a gymnast, she's not she's allowed to do. To keep so her then, weight down. Yeah, so there's yeah. all this kind of like, I guess, um, theme and discussion around body image and yeah. also the way that you change your body for your sport and things like yeah. that. Um, mm. But it's all very like... I think it's a very positive kind of discussion of that sort of stuff is my experience with the drama anyway. It's interesting interesting because I didn't actually get that impression from Bokju that she was concerned about dating or body image in that first episode. Well, she falls in love with this guy. She seems to just this kind of like cool... She's person, very self-confident Self-confident and not really interested in... But I think... In her, she seems to be yeah. more interested in her friend group and her weightlifting mm. 
and her well, until family. Well, until she sees this man and just falls in instant love with him. And she doesn't want to change the way she looks particularly, but she yeah. just wants a reason to meet him. Yeah. So she's going there. But these things do eventually, you know, occur to her. Like, would he like her more if she was, mm. you know, prettier and her sport wasn't so, you know, I guess intense. And there's this really nice scene a lot later in the drama where she has got like a weightlifting competition and this guy she's in love with actually ends up through all these different weird things going to watch her and she's just like she loves what she does and she's yeah. confident and proud of herself but she just has this moment of embarrassment because she knows that you know she doesn't look sexy when she does this and she feels really like just really I don't know like not ashamed because she's not ashamed of herself but mm. it's just this really hard moment for her which okay. the drama kind of explains mm. and Jun Hyung kind of you know rushes to her rescue to try and help her when she yeah. feels real sad afterwards okay. and and then the whole thing with Jun Hyung is that he likes her exactly as she is and that's like another that's nice. theme of it I guess Does she go to the Olympics or something um, I think the drama ends, I can't like fully remember, but she kind of like gets picked up to go off and try out for the national team and stuff. So yeah, the idea is this is the real weightlifting fairies yeah. experience at uni basically before or university before oh, do she they, gets. Do they do one of those things where like the real person has a cameo as like a, someone, that, like a judge or something like that? Like, I don't know. They should do that. They should do that. And yeah. I don't know if they did or not. Yeah. That would have been cool. Like the Wolf of Wall Street. Wow, that's a very different. Thing. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you know, the, the real guys in it. Is he? Spoiler alert: Wolf of Wall Street. The 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 real oh. Wolf of Wall Street. It, the actual guy that's based on is in the the, the, end of the movie. That. Yeah. Well, now my podcast audience does know. Imagine that. giving someone that corrupt a role in a movie. I know they shouldn't like, have put him in the pat back. in the back for being really terrible. The person. worst person in the world. <laughs> yeah. Good job. All right. Well, I think that's it. Um, I've got some more little trivia time Ooh, stuff trivia. for you. So okay. let's do that now. Okay, so trivia time, four fun facts, answer true or false. I don't know okay. if they're very fun this this time though, but... Oh. <laughs> we should just change it to four in... facts then. <laughs> Are they facts? Yeah, well, they're true or false facts. I hope they're... I don't think they're very fun. Four statements. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right, the first one. Tell me if this is true or false. The lead sure. actress in weightlifting fairy Kim Bok Joo, mm -hmm. her name is Lee Seung Song Kyung, put on 10 pounds for this role. Oh, that's true. You said she... Yeah, I know. Yeah. I told you that. Yeah. I need to stop telling you stuff before we start recording. No, because then it gives me a sense of achievement. Like I've... Like I've You've you remembered know. something I said. Yeah, yeah, well exactly. Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the drama is loosely inspired by Jung Miran, a legendary South Korean weightlifter who won gold at the 2008 Beijing Summer Olympics. The four-time world champion went on to become a national hero and an inspiration for young Korean women. The show courted criticism of casting a model in the lead role to play mm. a weightlifter. True or false? That's true. Yes, it's yeah. definitely true because I told you all of that already. But it's still interesting, right? Is was it, it a fun fact? So is it like, was it criticism because they're like, oh, like a model couldn't do that? Or was it more like that the whole idea was like, like the real Kim Bok or whatever, I, I don't yeah. know, the real person was like a different kind of role model, like a less sort of maybe like, 
you know, beauty oriented role model. I so they, they so. needed to keep that kind of I legacy think, intact. Is that the I, kind of thing? I don't know if it was so much about the legacy or I mean, maybe it was, but I think it's just around that idea that you can't make a show about someone unless that person is beautiful. Like, you know, that's why actors and actresses are all so beautiful. Like, so I think it was more maybe commentary on that kind of, you know, obsession that mm. every culture has in their, you know, local TV and yeah. movies and Hollywood and everything mm. around everyone being so attractive and mm. maybe they're not worth having their story told if they're not. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Which it's is, a, yeah, it's gonna, a downer. Someone's going to tell my story. Oh. <laughs> you're super <laughs> handsome. What a silly thing to say. <laughs> I feel like you're fishing for a compliment. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, here's another one. Jung Mi Ran, who's the, the real weightlifting fairy, yes. retired after failing to win a medal at the 2012 London Olympics. But then, in 2016, the person who had won bronze was stripped of her medal oh. for doping, and oh. suddenly Jung Mi Ran was awarded Olympic bronze medal for that thing that she did. Sounds true. I don't think you'd make something like that up. I don't know if I could have made that up. That's <laughs> true. Wow. So how did she feel about that afterwards? I don't know. I didn't ask her. I just looked up can on you? Wikipedia. <laughs> I guess can I could shoot, send her an email. Her an email? But <laughs> I feel like my Korean is so bad that all I would be able to say is, Annyeonghaseyo. Yeah, but yeah, just, it's a start, right? <laughs> I, guess, I guess I could send Jung Miran one email that all it says is, Annyeonghaseyo. Yeah. <laughs> That'd wow, be... that's crazy. So, oh, she, yeah. she got a medal afterwards. So she did. So she's got, she's won a lot. So she things. came in fourth, so she got the bronze medal. Mm. Wow, okay. How annoying for her, though, that she didn't get. Because, you know, to get it however many years, four years after the Olympics, is a lot less exciting than getting it on the day and getting mm. to go and stand on the podium and hearing your national anthem and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, you know, good. You know, it, it's good that she, not that she got the medal, but it's just like, you know, this other person who she was competing against mm. was cheating you yeah know? so maybe she didn't win out on the day but at least she wasn't cheating you yeah know? she so was doing true. it real like she was giving her, her full effort That's you know very true. and eventually you know she got something back for it it's yeah. nice what a good metaphor for life yeah all right so my last fun fact mm-hmm. true or false so nam ju hok who mm. plays the male lead in okay. this drama yeah oh where's the rest of it <laughs> <laughs> oh oh shit I'm like literally just, um, just I'm just fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, here it is. Oh, uh, here it. we go. Uh, we're right, experiencing me, some technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Look, let me start again. Okay. So here's my fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be that great now after all that lead up. Um, Nam Ji Hok, who plays the male lead in this drama, mm. says, or has said, do you know why you are, un- uh, do you know why you are unhappy? Because the gap between what you want and reality. Be less greedy. He said that. Well, did he say that? I'm asking you if he said that. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, no? Is it false? <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't say that, but his character did say that. So ah. technically he did say that, yes. So what um, is it again? So this is something that his character, Jun Hyung, says in the drama. So it's a, it's a quote that you can find all over the internet. Do you know why you are unhappy? It's because of the gap between what you want and reality. So be less greedy, ah, he says. I like I thought that. thought it was kind of nice. That's a, that's a nice deep quote. I, like I that. thought it was too. Yeah. Wow. So it was worth the wait. Dishing out life lessons left, yeah. right and centre. Kim Bok Joo. Yeah. Or Jun Hyung. 
Yeah. All right. So we've come to the end of this guest gab episode, and all we need now is for you to do a weightlifting fairy Kim. Oh, I forgot we were doing this. <laughs> okay. Um, so take it away, G, with the theme tune for this drama. Uh. Okay. When you're lifting weights in the gym, pumping iron. Moving your skin, you better watch out because she's coming for you. Weightlifting fairy Kim Bok Ju. Oh, yeah. How about that? I don't know why you're so good at this. I didn't think I was going to nail the last, the last <laughs> bit. I was like, but when I knew it was going to rhyme with Kim Bok Ju, I was like, yes, I have this. <laughs> well, clap, clap. You did really well. Thank I really you. Liked it. Thank you. Maybe we should do like a, like a compilation when we've done like. We said this last time we're going to sell it as a CD. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is definitely happening, listeners. There's a compact disc. We're going to charge one zillion dollars per compact yeah. disc. Actually, I was thinking instead of a disc, can we just do like a tape? <laughs> tape. Like a tape. Yeah. Well, we'd have to charge two zillion dollars for that. Two zillion. Okay. Yeah, tapes are really hard to get these willing, days. If you're willing to pay two zillion dollars, <laughs> then we'll post it to you, lovely listeners. We'll post you a tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's that's it for us for the guest gab. Thank you so much, G, for being a special guest in this guest gab. Thank you for having me. It's been a great episode. Yay. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to our guest gab this week. Um, I really, really hope that you enjoyed um, hearing me and G chat about random K-drama stuff. Um, it's really, really fun for me. I really love doing it. So um, I've asked G to do another one with me very, very soon. So if you did enjoy it, you can look forward to that. It will be coming up very, very soon on the show. Um, and in the meantime, I'm just going to get on with my normal stuff at the end of the episode. So this is my random thing section. And I really do have a very random thing for you this week that has nothing to do with guest gab or weightlifting or um, anything really, uh, except Korea. It does have something to do with Korea. So uh, as regular listeners know, I'm a big fan of historical K-drama and also a big fan of Korean history, particularly the Joseon dynasty. I find it so fascinating and I love to learn about just that period in history. And I think um, the more I read and learn, the more interested I get. Um, but I have been kind of very slowly working through a book at the moment, um, which is just really interesting for me. So it, it's a kind of a history book. It's a little bit academic. So it's a bit hard for me to read sometimes, I have to admit, a bit more of an amateur history buff and not, a, you know, a very intense student of this kind of stuff. Um, but it was really interesting for me because it made me think about the fact that as a, you know, K-drama obsessive, um, myself and I think a lot of listeners who watch historical dramas, um, you know, you watch a K-drama set during the Joseon dynasty. But of course, there's just, even though, you know, so many of the things will be historically accurate, you know, it might even be based on true events and have real historic people in it and stuff like that. I think so much of society and culture um, from a time period so long ago, it's it's probably a little bit hard to really use that properly in a modern drama. And I guess I'm kind of thinking particularly around the role of women and the expectations placed on them, perhaps, say, in Joseon 
you know, Joseon Korea, say mid Joseon Korea, as opposed to like what we would want as a modern viewer of a historical K-drama. So for instance, you know, a lot of the historical K-dramas I love um, will have a female main character and she might dress as a dude and run around or have a sword fight or just be generally really cool and modern and, you know, breaking boundaries and stuff like that. Um, but of course, you know, that stuff is what I think you know, modern viewers desperately want and enjoy and love, but it's obviously not hugely realistic to what life really would have been back then, um, which, you know, isn't something that I mind at all. I'd much rather have a fully unrealistic drama with a really cool female lead who, you know, does stuff and says stuff. Um, but the reason that I'm waffling on so very long about this random weird topic is because I've been reading this book and it's really outlining the role of women in the Joseon period, um, and particularly, I guess, around Confucian values and Confucian ideas around the ideal woman and, you know, a virtuous woman. So my whole, like, big waffle there has just come down to the fact that I just want to read out <laughs> this little paragraph from this book, which I just found really interesting. So during the Imjin War, um, which was, you know, a really massive, devastating invasion of the Korean Peninsula in the 1590s um, by Japanese samurai, um, you know, after that, I guess um, there was a lot of records of how people acted during that time and the heroic things that the Joseon people did. And I found this one entry, which was written, you know, after that, talking about what a, you know, I guess what a perfect virtuous woman would be expected to do during a period like that. Um, if you can imagine, I guess, back in those, in those, in that time, um, young bun women, so women of the noble class, realistically, under normal circumstances, they wouldn't really leave their house very often. And if they did, they would wear, you know, the shawl that kind of covers their face and they wouldn't have any interaction with, um, you know, men or anything like that, um, that were outside of their family. Um, but obviously during the Imjin War, so many people are displaced, they're thrown out of their homes, they become refugees. And suddenly, you know, these ideas around what's virtuous and what's not is, you know, very complex and confusing. Anyway, what a waffle. I'm really waffling. Um, but there's just this paragraph that I, I really wanted to read that was written just after the Imjin War. And it's supposed to be a true account of what a very amazing virtuous woman did during the war and what would be expected of her to do during this tumultuous period. Um, in fact, historians think that it was more of like a moral lesson of what a woman should have done rather than probably a true story of what a woman did. But even so, it's such an interesting kind of peek at, I guess, um, society of that time and what the kind of expectations that were placed on women around their virtue and what it meant to be, you know, a virtuous woman in the Joseon dynasty. So anyway, here we go. I'm going to read this. So this was a, you know, just a little paragraph in a record of what people did during this period of the Imjin War. So it says, during the Imjin Weran, so that's the Imjin War, the wife of a scholar was fleeing together with her maidservant and had arrived at a ferry to cross a river. Many people were taking the boat, so the two women held hands and were about to board. A person on the boat took the woman's hand and pulled her up. The noblewoman cried, 
Now my hand has been dirtied by an outside man. How can I live? And then she plunged into the river and died. The servant looked upon this scene, exclaiming, My lady has died. How can I live alone? Before jumping to her death in the water. And that's it. (laughs) That's the end of the paragraph. So that is an example of a perfect, virtuous, ideal woman of the Joseon dynasty, which is just really, really interesting. (laughs) And, you know, I have to say, as much as I love Joseon history and I love it so much, um, what a shit time to be alive. My gosh. now it's time for my something I'm loving section for this week. And this week, as I go back to work, um, I've definitely really, really been enjoying listening to music um, and more specifically K-drama OSTs and, you know, instrumental orchestral soundtracks from K-drama. My job's really cool. I work at a publisher, um, but there's a lot of like, you know, boring stuff that you have to do, as there is with every kind of job in the world. So this week I spent a lot of time folding like 500 million pieces of paper and creating flyers. Um, So I listened to a lot of music um, and podcasts, but music specifically while I was doing that. And I enjoyed so much. So I was listening to the soundtrack for My Country, The New Age, um, which is one of my favorite dramas. And every time I hear that instrumental like theme, it just transports me back to the feeling of watching that show. And I just love that. I love that that feeling of being back in it again and all those feelings you have around the show. I also was listening and discovered that the composer who creates the instrumental score for My Mister or My Ajoshi also did the one for Flower of Evil. Um, so Flower of Evil was from what 2020, a melodrama with Lee Jung Ki. So I still haven't watched that one as I record this, but that one's on my list. Um, and particularly, my gosh, the soundtrack is so good. It's so beautiful. So now I'm really, really keen to watch it. Um, and so the theme, like the instrumental orchestral um, theme for my mister is so beautiful. So I really love this kind of stuff. It's such good writing music as well, like, or I guess studying or, you know, if you're trying to concentrate on something, it's so atmospheric and beautiful. Um, so I'm definitely going to be listening to a lot more of these soundtracks going forward. Um, but it's been so nice. It's just so nice to be like at work, but be thinking about K-drama instead. (laughs) So that's my, um, something I'm loving section for this week. just wanted to give a massive thank you and shout out to all my Patreon supporters. Um, I really, really appreciate you guys. It's very, very encouraging for me to know that you guys are there and supporting me in all this random stuff that I do. It means a lot. So thank you all. Um, And if anyone else is interested in checking out my Patreon, if you want to, um, you can have a look at that at patreon.com slash I've got a lot of extra episodes up there now and also some kind of kind of trying some new stuff like some call outs and polls and stuff like that to get a bit of listener feedback on future episodes so that's been really really fun for me so thank you everyone for um, being part of my patreon thank you